Welcome to the best idea of all time. Hello. I'm Laser. I'm Alice. And we are so excited to have one of our, I guess... Heroes. Our dad. Yes. On the podcast today. <laughs> our inspiration. Hi, Tim Bat. How are you doing? I am one proud papa. I'm, oh, my god! I'm gosh. so happy to be here, <laughs> seeing my kids... Rolling around in the podcast grass with them. Oh. It's, oh. it's just a pleasure to be here. <laughs> you know, Daddy spends too much time at work, and he he, he needs to get some better work-life balance. That's so it's fair. just a That's joy fair. to be here with oh, you Oh, my gosh. Oh. I like that your work-life balance involves just another podcast appearance. <laughs> yeah. Um, with my kids, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so stand-up comedian, podcaster, international funny person. That was what going to be my introduction before I just said dad. Um we're so happy to have you. How? What's What's the vibe over there? Uh, in I'm New so Zealand? tired. Yeah, I'm so I'm exhausted. Man, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. What? Uh, no, it's, it's fine. It's tomorrow I'm, is tomorrow the worst. Do we not look forward to it? Is that a great yeah, joke? There's no way. I okay. am. <laughs> well, literally, no one's made it before, so right. it's 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 fresh. It's beautiful. It's new. It's popping. Um, but I can tell you that life, fourteen ish hours ahead of where you're at. I'm so sorry to say, things aren't getting heaps better in the immediate <laughs> future. <laughs> They're still Trap. complex and we're all struggling. Um, no, I think the only reason I'm tired, well, it could be two things. Number one, I did roll the dice and go to a birthday party mm. about three days ago. So I haven't been to a lot of outings. It was in a dive bar. It was not particularly well ventilated. I had a mask on the whole time, but, you know, it's only mm-hmm. going to do so much. Okay. Uh but additionally, I, I have an infant now, so that's, um, right. you know, I've got a six-month-old, and that will make you tired. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a lot of work. I don't know why somebody would eh. uh, So, Tim, as as alluded to, we owe you a lot because yes. our uh, uh, the worst idea of all time, your podcast, is the inspiration for our podcast. But um, you watch bad movies, and we watch a movie we love very much. Right. Um what can you talk to us a little bit about like the inspiration for that and why you keep doing it sure i mean first of all i thought it was totally a coincidence oh yeah that we had like similar names and okay premises. oh yes um so that's wild to find yeah. out okay um but please, please don't sue us please do not sue us <laughs> I'm I guess always... I should have said that before we started no, but... no 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 i am delighted i'm delighted mm-hmm. um what inspired it? Oh, would well, you know what it is? It was, I mean, we started in 2014 and it's, it's kind of interesting because there's been these like waves of mm-hmm. podcast popularity, I think. Yeah. It was sort of, the, people forget, but the first one was actually way back with Ricky Gervais. Yes. Um, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dead. He just probably should be by now. Yeah. yeah. Um, he had a radio show in the UK uh, with Stephen Merchant and Carl, and they made a podcast of it. And this would have been like 2008 or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. And it was kind of the first, you know, big podcast that actually people around the world all kind of got on board with, people who knew what podcasting was. And then Serial was kind of like the second wave. I yeah. can't remember what year that was. Anyway, I don't know where the hell I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. Guy and I jump in the pool in 2014, and that pool is completely occupied by one show format, which is two <laughs> white, straight <laughs> cis dudes talking about movies. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, one more time, baby. But here's the twist for us. 
we're going to do a movie review podcast, but the movie will not change. <laughs> so um, it's a great thought, format. Yeah, thank you. Yes, it is, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's now, it's so now novel. We, and, and we're in a smaller pool now, like a spa pool that just mm-hmm. we are in the four yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah. You, you, in the water. That, that's that's true. That's true. The the really only enjoy one movie forever pool. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm hugely into it, and yeah. I uh, I have to say I really like watching Carol every mm-hmm. week, and every time I watch Carol, I think about how glad I am that I'm not watching Grown Ups too. Yes, and or Sex in the City too. How many weeks has it been? This is this is week two? nine for us. So we're, we're, we're those are rookie it. numbers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's some minor league baseball <laughs> shit right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, You've got a real journey ahead of you. Okay, okay. Um, why? I guess my question is like, once you finish a season, why do you start? Like, if it does seem to break you uh-huh. every, every time. Yes. But yeah. why? So why go back? Is it just you have to because the muse calls? Yeah, I think that's a good explanation. Mm-hmm. I guy and I agree on a lot of things. We, we get on very well. We are very good friends. Mm-hmm. But probably our biggest single disagreement is about the nature of art. <laughs> and I believe that good art really can only come from pain. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that I am a masochist for believing this and does not <laughs> subscribe to that belief whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so I kind of... Uh, I think we've taken turns at dragging each other back into it, but I think it's it's always led by Matt. Whenever he's like, hey, what if we did a fun movie? Or, hey, what if we didn't watch the same movie over 50 times? <laughs> yeah. And I say to Guy, you shut the hell up and get back in that <laughs> podcast booth. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I feel you. Um, and I just have to say, I'm so glad you're on the Cats in the 2019 uh, <laughs> wagon. We absolutely love that movie. Um, it's very good and a perfect piece of art. Is that basically yeah, your agree. premise? Yeah, I mean, it's like it I mean, was kind of Tom a Hooper, cheap shot. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. sort of a cheap shot in some ways because it, it came out and everyone bagged on it. And you look, and it did, it performed so poorly at the box mm-hmm. office, and critics kind of had fun with tearing it to shreds. So it's, it, you know, that's the kind of low hanging fruit that normally we wouldn't do. But it just looked so weird that we mm-hmm. just wanted to see it. So, we went and saw that for a week, every day for a week with, with different friends of ours. And um, we both love that movie. Like, we love watching it. It's just, how can you not? Like, the music is great. Yeah. And and it's it's kind of hard to not get on board with a musical. You can not get on board for the first 20 minutes, but at some point there's going to be a refrain that just sweeps you off your feet and then you're in. You've said something that I relate to a lot, which I think not only in Cats 2019, but in life, um, if you're having a bad time and Skimbleshanks comes on, I feel like you're just, everything's going to turn around and you just got to, you got to put it up, put it up for Skimbleshanks. Did you, did you two see uh, Cats on the big screen or did you? I don't know if Alice actually agrees with me about Cats. I I honestly have never seen Cats 2019, but I have so many friends who are obsessed with it that I just like Mm -hmm. smile and nod and not question it for the most part. Yeah. There's so much to love. So many different things. And sorry, I know that we're not here to talk about Cats, but um, you've got me on a roll here. That movie (laughs) is phenomenal. Well, it, it, you said it's early, it's early in our year. Is this cheating that we're talking about something else already? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Actually, you know what, Alice? It is. <laughs> Fair. So stop okay. doing it. 
All right. So what did you know about the film Carol before we made you watch it? Had you seen it before? No, I had not seen it before. Although I think my wife has. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. In my head, it is a movie that I have seen the poster for mm-hmm. at a Rialto, which I, I'm not sure if that is a internationally franchised thing, but Rialto is, is a, a, a franchised art house cinema mm-hmm. um, okay. situation. So in New Zealand, if you're if you're going to some if you're going to like a French language film that's got subtitles mm. or something made by A24 or something that's won a BAFTA but was not nominated for any Oscars, <laughs> that's going to be at a Rialto. Mm-hmm. And I swear in my mind's eye, I can see Kate Blanchett's face yep. in the big cardboard cutout. Like that is the just perfect Rialto um, imagery for me. If you could go it, back into your memory and get that poster for us and um, and then send it to us, that would be them, excellent. Put that out. Manifest yeah. that. Because someone will have that. Someone <laughs> will have that cardboard cutout. I, I've got eBay searches. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the case. You've got Google alerts for it. Yeah. It comes up anyway. Very Love dangerous. Um, and what, what, what are your early reactions to the film now? I just finished it immediately Great. before jumping on. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. It's like, I mean, this is a very stupid thing to latch onto so early on, but that motherfucker was shot on 16 mil. And I don't watch <laughs> a lot of movies that were shot on 16 mil, and you can uh-huh. tell. I was yes. looking at it, and I was like, all right, we're dealing with film. Ooh, that's a lot of grain. And then I cheated. <laughs> I looked it up. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this thing's shot on 16 mil, which is such an interesting choice because you've got such like beautiful people, and mm-hmm. it's... We've got this obsession with like visual fidelity and everything's got to be in 4K and people are talking about 8K now and everything. It's like, nah, actually what you want is the least amount of resolution possible. (laughs) And you want to make it look like it is snowing tiny snowflakes (laughs) all over the screen all the time. That's what cinema is. Yeah. It works really well. I I didn't think, I've never thought about that. Really? Yeah. yeah, of course not. It's a dumb okay. thing to let you no, 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 no. I have totally thought about it. I will say I think it was intentional choice because of the setting of the movie and the and the and, the, and it being a period piece. But it's also such an interesting choice because in all of the interviews for this movie, the the director um, Todd Haynes and the stars all talk about how they had no time and no money at all, and so really like picking picking something that's harder to shoot with like these days to 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 go after that is really a choice. Like you, it's really a commitment. Yeah. Yeah, I and I guess I don't want you two to tread over like too much ground you've already um, uncovered oh, no, in previous episodes. But yeah. so I like was quickly scanning the Wikipedia as things were mm-hmm. connecting here. And uh, what was the deal here? They had like a really troubled production process trying to get this thing up. Yeah, they um, the the screenwriter um, Phyllis. How did Nodge? Phyllis Nodge, that, that's, we, we just learned how to pronounce her last name. Yeah. Phyllis Nodge wrote the screenplay in the late 90s and was trying to get it made forever. She had different directors attached to it for, for different times. And, and she's quoted as saying she didn't even think it was a problem that the characters were two gay women or two, two lesbians. The problem was that they were the, the main characters were two women. No one wants to make a movie about two women. And right. 
So that and so she had so much trouble getting funding and getting everything. Eventually, she got Todd Haynes attached and Kate Blanchett attached, but they 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 delayed another I think like five or six years, uh, trying to get the the other character, the Therese, the Therese actress, and they got Rooney Mara to sign on, and then that's when it actually went. Um, but it was just a struggle for forever. I think Kate Blanchett was attached to it. I want to say for ten years oh, before wow. it got made, even. <laughs> That is cripplingly sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what a fucking indictment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and sorry, I don't know if you use the F-bomb on oh, this yeah, podcast, that's fine. but yes. I'm guessing you probably do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, t- it takes getting Kate Blanchett, t- mm-hmm. and, then, and then 10 years after yep. you sign her up to get a movie with... It's the same... Um, I used to work in radio uh, mm. way back in the day, and it's the exact same thing. Like, there are no... Sh- it's crazy. It is it is like ludicrous how rare it is to have two women anchoring mm-hmm. a radio show literally anywhere in the world. Yeah. Like yeah. It's very it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do like that the movie does ultimately have the integrity of like, there are so much screen time where literally no men are talking and mm-hmm. nobody's talking about men. And it's great. And it makes the movie really good. But yeah, I could understand why. I mean, I don't re- agree, but why this movie took forever. To get yeah. Yeah, man. Still living in the patriarchy, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but th- it's so crazy because it's it, like it's modern day. This story that you told about it yeah. taking 10 years after Kate Blanchett got attached mm-hmm. to it, that sounds yeah. like, you know, and, and then it was 1986 and Reagan said, <laughs> it's like, no, this is like just the other day, basically. Yeah. This yeah. is exactly. now times. Uh-huh. Um, this is uh, a, a total shift. But um, uh, what is your take on Kate Blanchett? She, uh, we, we love her, and I would do anything for her. But she's like way more. Um, I don't know. She, ba- she probably lived like basically next door to you for a while, making the <laughs> this, like. Uh, is is are, do you, is there like hot goss over uh, across uh, the pond about her I and wish. all of her life, and maybe her marriage is a sham, and she actually wants to marry us? Like, what do you know? <laughs> I wish I had tea on Kate Blanchett. I don't even mm-hmm. know who she's married to. I've got to confess. Some boring man. Yeah, some is guy. That, is that terrible? What does he yeah. do? Uh, do we know? Is he in the? Is he in the biz? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna look this see, person up in real in, time. In the biz, I know he's in Australia, and we I, there's no really way to know what people that far away from us do. His his name is Andrew Upton. Okay. And he is, oh, he's a playwright, screenwriter, director. Don't mm. worry, folks. Kid's legit. Mm-hmm. At least he's, he's got that. Um, whoa, they've got four kids together? Wow. Uh, here's, here's, <laughs> uh, here's what I think about Kate Blanchett. Yeah. She is like a, like a true demigod yes. of, of acting. Like she's just, you know, in New Zealand, we, we would say that she has a tremendous amount of mana. Like she's mm. got um, uh, high esteem, respect. Like I couldn't conceive of seeing her in real life, even though she's Australian, which is the most low status nationality <laughs> that you can be. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean it in an egalitarian <laughs> way. I mean, like Aussies are just so like, yeah, fucking, how's it get? You know, yeah, okay, basically so us, but even slightly more casual than a mm-hmm. Kiwi. Okay, you mean um, casual, not like local class, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like, okay. not like, um, not like trailer trash or something. Just yeah. friendly, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, not a lot of barriers, not a lot of guards to meeting an Aussie. But Kate Blanchett is 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 just so. 
I don't know, divine in a yeah. way. Do you I know mean, what yeah. I mean? Like she's no, absolutely. so tall and statuesque and looks perfect and her voice is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel she could cast spells in real life just by virtue of her like <laughs> yes. her rounded vowels and her general timbre. Her <laughs> voice also in this and uh Alice did look up that she did have a dialect coach for this movie because she has this like weird mid-Atlantic proper lady. I, like this when she says the word Waterloo in this movie, it's <laughs> yeah. the wildest pronunciation of any word that I feel like anyone has ever done. But I do very much, I'm into it. Yeah, that, It's interesting you bring that up because yeah. I don't know if this is uh, just the Antipodes, the New Zealand and Australia lexicon, how we say things. Mm. But um, I have noticed that the New Zealand accent, our pronunciation of the letter T is mm. D. If it's in a word... Oh. In the middle of a word ever. If you listen to our prime minister say the word water at all, it's always water. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Like W-A-D-D-D-A-H is how <laughs> we generally say water. Not just Ds, three of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot. We go yeah. hard on the D. I love it. Good good for you. Yeah. I, I will say there's multiple scenes or multiple lines in this movie where Kate Blanchett just says something and then she just smiles or turns her face and I would kill anyone for her. Like, like, like no questions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my other question. So the first time people watch this movie, um, well, I kind of want to know what your take is on Carol and on their relationship, because it's really interesting to have this conversation with people right after they watch the movie for the first time. Mm -hmm. Okay. I might have a slightly different take from from um, your previous conversations, guests mm-hmm. that you've had. I couldn't help but feel like Carol's a bit of a gaslighter. Oh, mm-hmm. I think great. with great power comes re- great responsibility, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Absolutely. And when you are Kate Blanchett, like we're living in a world that is is uh, not only sort of every single crevice of it has been um, taken over and and sort of you know, held at gunpoint by the patriarchy. But also there is a real um, hot people inequity going on. Hot people have got a lot of power and they need to Mm -hmm. kind of fucking respect it, okay? (laughs) So when you look like Kate Blanchett, even as a character in a movie, and then you're like hyper wealthy, you sort of need to acknowledge the privilege that you're coming into a relationship with. And when you start hitting on much younger women in shops mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta treat that woman with a bit of tenderness a bit of respect mm-hmm. a bit of love and a bit of care and i did not see a lot of that from carol to be honest yeah i i think carol was a little bit of a user and um there was just a few lines in there where i was like this is a very sort of emotionally manipulative mm-hmm. sort of version of martyrdom within a relationship and not healthy no didn't like it you're absolutely right, and you're and you're right to say it. This is something that we've we've definitely talked about. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's it's so interesting because in the, the so this this movie is based on a Patricia Highsmith novel, The Price of Salt, which we've read, and in the book, Carol is not characterized so much like that. It, it, the book is told very much from Therese's point of view, and Therese is the one madly in love with Carol, and Carol, if anything, seems motherly and indifferent more to to Therese versus. Versus like being like wanting to be like 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 in a, in a relationship a romantic relationship, and right. that that gets revealed later as the as the book goes on. But in the movie, they they definitely made a shift so that she is a little more predatory or or really taking advantage almost like 
in, in all cases, Therese is giving consent, but at the same time, she is definitely pushing the envelope in, in, in the lunch they have after, after they first meet. Um, we, we'd like to talk about um, when they're in Chicago and Carol takes a phone call and Therese says, did you take a phone call? She says, no, I was in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, why, do, why even lie there? What, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. It's that whole, and I think we're having like a, a more um, nuanced uh, relationship these days about power dynamics within a relationship, which is long overdue. Yeah. And guess what? Just because you're in a lesbian relationship doesn't change that fact. <laughs> There's still, if, you, if you've got much higher status, you know, you got to be a little bit careful in that respect. Because now the book is yeah. semi-autobiographical as yes. well. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um, so Patricia Highsmith was 21. She worked at Bloomingdale's at, at, a, at a toy counter. And a woman did, she did flirt with a woman that she served a rich woman that she served she then stalked that woman to her house in new jersey which is basically the address that's shown in the movie um she also previously had a had a relationship with an older woman who was married who had a child whose husband had hired a private investigator to to track her dad her having lesbian relationships down and and divorced her and so, like, all of these aspects of the book are very much coming straight from patricia highsmith's life she yeah. is therese um, the women she has slept with or the women she likes to sleep with are, are, are the Carol Aaron of the story. And it's, it's just like ripped from ripped for reality. Yeah. Wow. And it happened in the same era that the movie is set. Yes. Yeah. Cause the, the book came out in 1952, which is when the movie is set. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Pat- Patricia Highsmith also, uh, hates women hates hates women <laughs> virulent really? racist and anti-semite not yeah. a good person L- literally described as one of the most horrible people to know but yeah. also <laughs> wow probably one of the great american authors oh you were telling me about a line in the movie that phyllis nodge said was a thing that oh, Patricia's high yes said. so in the in, when it so phyllis nodge was uh was a younger writer when she met patricia heisman the patricia heisman took her on sort of like as a mentor so they were friends for a while and for lines that therese said that weren't most of the dialogue from the movie is actually straight from the book like like even if the scenes don't match a lot of the dialogue is there but for for dialogue for therese that she wrote that doesn't wasn't from the book she tried to style it after the odd way that patricia heismith speaks and so I think the line is when she's at Carol's house and she's playing piano, she says, um, I have a friend who suggested I take an interest in people um, yeah. for her photography. And just like the weird, awkward way that sentence is phrased, like it doesn't sound like a person said it. It sounds like like maybe like a machine wrote it. That's apparently very indicative of how Patricia Highsmith talks. Yeah. That's spoke. so funny because that, that line really jumped out at me. I really liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was, yeah, I did. I don't know, because I usually get so um, pedantic about lines that feel inorganic or like, no one, oh, yeah. no one has ever said that. No one would ever <laughs> say this in yeah. this situation. But that one, I was like, that is a very kind of poetic and believable way of getting a lot of message wrapped up with, with such a short sentence. I, I liked it. I was a fan. Absolutely. Uh, how do you feel about the men in this film? And just while you're thinking about that, did you know that Danny and Phil are the McElroy brothers. Their last name is literally McElroy. It's one of my favorite things about this movie. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> that rocks. Yeah. Um, well, this is going to sound like a comedy answer and, and, and like I'm making it up, but I'm not. You're but allowed I to thought... do comedy on yeah, this show. Please. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, who's the main guy, her husband? His name Harge, is Kyle Har- Chandler. Harge's heir? Harge. Oh, yeah. Hi. 
Yeah, first of all, okay, I can't believe we've gotten uh, about 20 plus minutes into this without bringing up the fact the husband's name is Harj. Yep. Harj and the daughter's name is Rindy. Yep. Both great names for human beings. R- Rindy, I'll buy. I'll buy Rindy. That sounds yep. like maybe South African mm-hmm. Dutch or something. It's okay. some, you know, colonial power has come in and kind of created Afrikaans and it's from that. I'm get who knows. I buy it though. I like no one spin. is called Harj. Har- Harj is and his 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 sister is named Marge, so it's Harj and Marge. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, we meet Marge and Chester at one point, and we, I, I don't know which one of those is related, but we've decided it's Marge. So yes. it's Harge oh, Marge. I love that. Yeah. Marge and Harge. Um, I've, I've literally never heard the name Harge yeah. um, before in my life. So in some ways, it's yeah. a real credit to the movie, uh, the, the, the screen, or if that's the name in the book. Um, that's in the, the book creativity. as well, yep. Yep. Well, that's a hell of a, to, to wholesale make a name that didn't exist before <laughs> <laughs> for a story. It's literally that and Peter Pan. Those are the only two times I've ever seen it done. Um, I thought that Kyle Chandler was, what's his name? Jerry, um, not Brockheimer, but I think it is a B. Hold on. I'm going to find him. The guy who's in Stand By Me, but more specifically when I was Googling him, an old 90s sci-fi series called Sliders. Jerry oh, O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell, yes. Oh, I don't know who this <laughs> I, one was. Thought, I thought, get Jerry O'Connell. And Kyle Chandler okay. confused, and they don't look that similar. No, they don't. <laughs> so I should. And they have had incredibly different careers. Was so it the clothes? I, oh, yeah, that's not the same guy. Not at all. <laughs> I saw him. And I was like, oh, it's the guy from Sliders. Which, first of all, that is like far and away not his biggest credit. No. But I, I understand why you stuff. went there. I understand why you went there. Yeah, Slider, Sliders really sticks with you. Yeah. That's very kind of you to say, but <laughs> it was, I think, indicative of my melting brain. That, yeah. That's where um, where my brain went. Fair. Um, the men in this movie, well, look, unambiguously, they suck. They kind of all suck <laughs> in slightly differing and interesting ways. But mm. um, I, I did feel for Hajj, I have to admit. He's an asshole, mm-hmm. but he's an asshole in a time when the definition of your personhood as a man, especially a man of means, I, I think, is all about like status and the look and yep. you know having the perfect life. And he's struggling through a situation which, um, you know, society just wasn't equipping anyone to deal with same-sex relationships whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's not shouldering like the burden of it, and how he deals with it is terrible. But he's still in the situation where he's married this woman, um, had a kid with her, and simply has no idea how to navigate the fact that <laughs> she ain't into him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's tricky. Um, Do you feel for Hajj at all, or is that just, is that is that a bit of um, bros looking out for bros over here? Uh, well, no, but we're not good people to ask because um, I hate men. Um, <laughs> I'm not not a big fan, man. I I I will say there. I, the the line that's really getting to me now, having watched this movie so many times, is when he's con- he's confronting Therese when they meet when he shows up and they meet and she, and he goes, "How do you know my wife?" And there's something so that's pathetic about heart. that. Yeah, yeah. That that I, I'm starting maybe to turn a little. He's yeah. still a monster. He still takes Rindy away, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he does yeah. have that look at the end of like the hearing where he's so sad and uh-huh. it's very. I, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe my, like, sympathy for him is born of the fact that I'm like, 
at some point Kate Blanchett married this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's hard to decouple the 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 reverence that I have for and I'm not talking about the character Carol. I'm talking about Kate Blanchett, the living woman <laughs> actress. Yes. Like, if you she, had married Kate Blanchett and then she left you, you would be sad. I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also a marker on your characters that you somehow formed a serious relationship with Kate Blanchett that there must be some good in you. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> somewhere somewhere in there. And mm-hmm. then at the end, like she is able to successfully appeal to his um better angels when it comes to that uh that horrible hearing scene. Yeah. What is yeah. that? A hearing? What do you call custody, that? Custody hearing, I believe so, yeah. 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 It was a it was a a, a, a bummer. All right, I what uh, I have more questions, but I want to know if you had more thoughts about the film while while watching it, like do you have Abby thoughts? Do you have Richard thoughts? Do you have plot or costume like Please talk to us about Abby. It's t- about Sarah Paulson. I I about... usually take notes and unfortunately I didn't for That's this. Totally um, fine. So I'm through okay, I'm going to try this is going to be so this is going to be so confusing and i'm going to forget too many too many bits to ask okay. the question even correctly but there was a bit that didn't make sense to me can i Great. ask you about that we this are the right not, we, we are, are the right people to talk the, to this is what we were made for seriously i feel like i turned away for five seconds mm-hmm. and then and it was when um therese and carol are on holiday yeah maybe they're in waterloo at this point and then Carol leaves, but then suddenly Abby is there. Oh, yes. To yes. talk to Therese. It's like, what? How yes. did she get there? And why is she there? And how is this happening? You, you are not wrong. I, I have likened that to a horror movie because it pans over and she's just smoking in the corner in the dark. Yeah. Just, just yeah. incredible. Yeah. But they're um, like out of town. It's not yes. even like they're in the same city where they <laughs> right. all kind of live. Right. So they're somewhere in Iowa. They're somewhere in Iowa. And, um, Abby flew in so that she could drive Therese back east with Carol's car, and Carol flew home that same night. But the night before, they were that was the second love scene where they're kissing in bed, and it wakes up, and, and she's gone. So it, it is very sudden. I, I totally understand That's that. That's crazy. So Carol has got her ex-lover, Abby, yeah. to pick up her current lover mm-hmm. in a car mm-hmm. and drive her home. So this is what I'm talking about. The yeah. woman is a gaslight. Like, that's... No, well- that I, I'm gonna say as as a queer woman, that's actually pretty common. Yeah, it's extreme. Oh really? Like, <laughs> like people. Yeah, I went to my ex girlfriend's wedding a couple of years ago. Like it's very like this is just what you do. And it's so evolved of you. Last yeah. year I went to a baby shower where two different women who I who, who I've asked out and um <laughs> did not want to date me came to mm. the came to the baby shower together and then they they wanted to talk to me and I was like I don't want to talk to you you both rejected me <laughs> it's a really weird world yeah. um but yeah no so Abby is the one that sends the telegram that tells them that there's a private investigator right Abby knows everything somehow we're not oh. sure yeah. And so, and that's when, not covered in the book. I love that you've got the source material that oh, I can ask, like draw yes. upon as well. Yes, um, the book is the book that the the book the trip actually is a pretty big divergence. It's very compressed in the book. The trip takes multiple weeks, like months, actually, where they're driving. They make it all the way out to Colorado, and that's that's where they get caught. Mm-hmm. And then Therese drives back to New York in Carol's car very slowly over the course of another few months. So that's that's oh. all very compressed, and Abby's not part of that in the book. Yeah, but in the book, she does know everything. Also, mm-hmm. we've decided that she has like a whisper network 
um, of New York lesbians that just tell her everything that's happening, but that's not explicit. Right. Yeah. But I was also so interested and really wanted to see. So Carol met, this is like right at the end mm-hmm. um, when, when uh, the two of them are having a drink. So like everything has happened. And then Teresa, this is when, Ka- I guess there's no spoiler alerts needed on this podcast. No. <laughs> um, when Carol says, I love you to Therese. Yeah. But before she says that, she's like, I'm going to a party with some people who I think you'd like. I want to see the high society party yes. that she goes to. Presu- I'm presuming yeah. with a bunch of um, lesbians, queer people yes. in yeah. the late 50s. We've been saying Who have got this. money. Exists. I want to be there. That's like a great Gatsby kind of moment, right? Yeah, and that they absolutely. don't show us and it kills me. Like, uh-huh. I want to go to this party. This, this would be the most fun party to attend. It would yeah. be very, very good. Okay. Um, I am so happy to get your reactions, but I have, we have, you're an expert, you're a subject matter expert on a few things <laughs> that we need to interrogate you about. Um, first sure. of all, method film reviewing. Yes. We, we've watched your pilot. We know that you lived Loved under it. underground to review the Ninja Turtles movie. Um, a great idea, brilliant and incredible. Um, Thank you. Uh, we've been thinking about method film reviewing Carol. I think it would be a good idea to go on the road trip. Right, go on a road trip from New York to Chicago. Stay in a bunch. Stay, stay a lot in Cincinnati where they shot the movie. Um, watch the movie Carol every day or or multiple times a day potentially. Yeah, oh I mean, gosh. okay. First of all, for the listener, can you talk a little bit about the experience of method film reviewing in case they haven't watch the pilot which they will yeah 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 for sure no i would i would uh never assume um so uh guy and i have been doing the podcast for a little while funny story this guy in la emailed me out of the blue and was like hey i'm an agent in hollywood and i was like scam so i kept deleting his emails um but then he kept getting in touch and a friend of ours was going to los angeles to shoot something and i was like hey can you see if this guy's real <laughs> can you like <laughs> drop him an email and and just like drop around his office or something see if he exists he was like okay and then he emailed me back he was like um that guy's very real and a very legit agent like you need to fucking return his calls to him <laughs> i was like whoops so we teed up with this dude andy and he managed to we would come out and do these live shows in los angeles and build a trip of like pitching a worst idea tv show mm. to the different networks mm-hmm. and we actually got a couple offers but um the the one with the most money was youtube mm-hmm. and so youtube commissioned us to make a pilot um, of this idea that you mentioned of a, a method film review show so we made the pilot handed it to them they were like no we're good <laughs> <laughs> this is too weird no yeah. one's gonna get this um but we lived in new york city underground in a effectively in a sewer for mm-hmm. a week and ate nothing but pizza um so that we could watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and review it three times a day in context. Yes. Um, and it was a really interesting experience. I loved it. Like, it, it's it's sort of, you know, I want to say, oh, it was awful, it was terrible, da, da, da. Nah, it was really exciting. And it was all real as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we got in there and they <laughs> we had this pre-production meeting where they were like, okay, so here's the hotel across the road and here's where we'll shoot. And I was like, what do you mean hotel? And they were like, well, at nighttime, you're going to come out and you'll sleep in there. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> so they had to make all these health and safety. Oh, my um, God. 
operation they had to get these big huge extraction fans in because they were like you like it's not safe to sleep in there and i said if we're telling people we're sleeping in there we're sleeping in there so they had to bring in this (laughs) ventilation system for us and it was horrible like we were sleeping in a in a sewer effectively Uh and it and it totally flooded on the last day we woke up and we were there was just like water everywhere um which is only in like kind of a few frames of the pilot, but there was actually a pretty, <laughs> there was a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> I, but it was just, you kind of do see the, the denigration of our clothing and just like bags <laughs> under our eyes getting bigger and bigger. And it, it's a real journey and we were on it for real. And I loved every second of it because oh art is pain. Yes. Um, can, I, I want to ask a couple questions if I can. Uh, one was the newspapers was my favorite bit. I mean, coming in with this, this extremely elaborate newspaper. Was that, was, that, was that something that you guys came up with? Was that something you got help with? I'm, I really want to know. I, I, it was a while ago, so I hope I, I'm not getting this wrong. Oh, no, of course. And Guy's not here to correct me. But I'm pretty – a lot of these ideas, they did, some of them were pre-planned. The newspaper I don't think was. I think okay. I did that when we were in between shooting. I was bored <laughs> and there was a – because it, it was written on one of the plates that we were eating yep, the pizza yep. off of. Yeah. And so I was just like, wouldn't it be funny the idea of having a subway, you know, that there's a newspaper here. And then yeah. I write it, but I claim that it's, you know, so there's a news team that's assembled this. And it's oh. just taking pop shots at Guy. Yes. And then I think I I made it and the director, Jim, was like, that's pretty funny. We'll shoot that. So it's just, there's all these weird things like that that would just guy and i just fucking with each other like we normally do and they're like yeah okay we'll do that that's 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 incredible i've watched the pilot so many times it's so funny i'm so sad it didn't make it to series but yeah really incredible well um obviously we wouldn't make a tv show out of it and we would we'll ask it off air for your blessing and all your licensing fee and everything but if we were to method film review carol like what do you think would be the important elements like other than pain obviously because otherwise it's not art that is such a good question. I Thank think you. you need to at least a couple of times like hit on some department store employees. Okay. Okay. <laughs> in the toy toy store department. Okay. Um, Great. I think because that's the genesis of this, surely. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is the order that is made oh, when they sit down? Uh, it's really specific uh, and odd. Uh, the like eggs and spinach. Yeah, thing? it's cre- it's cream it's it's cream spinach over poached eggs. And we have the, eaten it already. We have e- we have made this for the podcast. Well, I feel like that's almost an every like that is breakfast for that's the duration okay. of every however meal. long okay. you do it, oh. which is it's, rich. Like it's that's not going to so go much away. Cream on. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't wanna. That is, that will be pain. That will be pain. Yeah. You, 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 no, you've cracked it's it. It's effective. It's effective. I, oh, what would be great is well, maybe you know that could be one breakfast. I think you yeah. you need to eat all the things that are mentioned. I think you uh, need oh, to no. have the martini <laughs> with the olive. Yeah. Um. At, at whatever chance of year, I think it would be fun to try and find the presidential suite at the worst possible motel <laughs> or motor lodge. Yeah. So something that they call the presidential suite because you technically you have to sleep yeah. in the presidential suite somewhere, but I yeah, think it right. should be like the rankest, lowest rate place yeah. you can find. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um. I love this idea. We. I mean, it would. I feel like we have to do the. Um, road trip we're gonna need something to, you should to film pass the year yeah because... it just feels like it's so long 52 yes. episodes seems so long tim yeah, well, yeah, yeah we're only nine in <laughs> no it definitely is if you, uh, you sh- i think you should do it for what it's worth i okay, totally agree you. with you it's a great idea i appreciate it um speaking of which do we have a carol collection corner this week 
Um, yeah, so you and I got head scarves yes. to match the ones that uh, Abby and Carol wear in the in the scene where they're driving on the highway. Yes, wonderful. Yes, that's it's it's a beautiful scarf. We've got to we got to get that convertible in the winter energy, yes. which I absolutely love. Did you like Sarah Paulson's character? She's our favorite. She is. Uh yeah, Abby, right? Yeah. 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 yeah cool. Yeah, I I I liked her. Okay. I don't maybe I don't like her as much. She's yeah, it's she's fine. cool. She's it's fine. there. It's okay. It's okay. Fine. I like the fact that oh, you know what? Yeah, I mean, she does have the coolest scene in the entire movie when she stops Hug like coming into her house. Yes, mm-hmm. which is what I loved about that in particular is that she doesn't take a lot of effort to say because he's convinced that Carol's at her house and she's like she's not. But yeah. she doesn't really like try and prove it, and it definitely. <laughs> if I was Hug, I would just think she's definitely in the house. Yeah, and Abby's like, like I'll tell you, but I don't really care. I don't feel any need <laughs> to expend my energy to convince you of this fact, and that's baller. Mm-hmm. She's extremely baller. That is why we love her. Um, okay, I I just had one note of something that I noticed this watch that I didn't notice before, just because this is something that we have to do. Which is that on the road trip, they don't do anything at all. They just yep. drive and stay in hotels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I want them to go visit, like, a sheep or, like, a giant basket or go, I don't know. I mean, they eat in a restaurant one right. time. Yes. Well, so, You're so, so right. This is before the this is before the interstate system was was built in yeah, the U.S. So true. all of their driving is going to be like small towns and back roads and things because they're, like they're using a map, they're plotting it out as if like before Google Maps and stuff. So yeah. they're seeing plenty of stuff. And I think in the book they talk about them stopping at farms to like pick oh. fruit and stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, do I, that. That's yeah. so romantic. Pick flowers, <laughs> get fruit. Yeah, but it is a lot of it is a lot of them eating in the car and Therese napping. That is pretty much it. She's yeah. also it's kind of a core tenant of the story that Therese is really into photography yeah. and mm-hmm. have have her take a bunch of photos of the places they're going to. Mm-hmm. You know? No, right she there. only takes pictures of Carol. Yes, <laughs> only pictures of Carol. So mm. many pictures of Carol. Absolutely, really. I really mean, good. if you were hanging out with Kate Blanchett, would you not do the exact same I mean, thing? It's a good point. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> it's an excellent point, Tim. Um, oh my gosh. Uh how does this movie compare to Sex in the City too? Hmm, favorably, if I could pick one word. <laughs> okay. Uh right. I mean it's it's, it's better, uh shorter. Set partially in New York, which Sex in the City is set partially in New York, right? Yeah, I don't think you should be drawing any parallels okay. between um, <laughs> right. the two movies. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're very Although I guess they are both um mm-hmm centered by women yeah mm-hmm. which that is, is very rare in movies uh-huh. generally so actually yeah they do occupy a pretty small space mm. in uh in mm-hmm. hollywood for that reason yeah but that yeah. i would say is where the similarities <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> um one thing the one thing we've been asking our guests if if you were doing this and you were say you you got it in your idea that you wanted to do the concept for your podcast but actually pick a movie you like and could Potentially want to watch fifty two times in, in a he year. He would never pain. I would right. he, he This is a question for Guy, but okay. I sorry, okay. ask the question first. <laughs> if if in, in some world where you're doing, maybe you're not doing it for art, maybe you're doing it as a, as a hobby with your friends. What movie would you pick? <laughs> first of all, Alice, cool hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we've been locked in our houses for like three years now. We yeah, we're getting creative. Something. That's true. That's so yeah. true. 
Um, it would be such a weird thing for you to do watch one movie every week for evil reasons and then watch one movie every week for good reasons right oh that's insane to do it concurrently with the (laughs) the podcast would be nuts but it's also like i just don't think any good this is why i'm worried about the two of you because i love this movie and it's a good movie and i would love to hear how your ninth viewing compared to your first second and third if this is on an up or downward trajectory at the moment Mm. but i'm worried you're going to ruin it and that would be my concern that i would ruin a good movie for myself yeah this is true I mean, I look over at Alice during the movie and she's smiling so big yeah. and it makes me so happy. It's the happiest I see Alice I, all week. I will say I'm, I'm kind of in an emotionally low place lately. <laughs> we, we're both fucking falling apart. Yeah. Tim. Our personal lives are not great <laughs> no. in, in shambles, I would say. So getting to getting to watch my, like my favorite movie every week is is a, is a, is a treat. Yeah. That we get to talk to fun people about uh-huh. it. I mean... I'm I'm not happy that maybe your personal lives aren't at their all time high, but yeah. I will say, perfect circumstances to make a podcast. <laughs> in. Ideal, <laughs> truly, the best content, uh, the absolute yeah. best content comes from when you're at your lowest ebb uh-huh. with a friend. <laughs> well, um, I guess on that note, Tim, uh, yeah. thank you so much, everybody. Obviously, should check out the worst idea of all time. It's incredible. It's so freaking great. Yes. I imagine now well, is a great you. time. You're probably touring the U.S. right now, right? It's a in the <laughs> yeah, middle yeah. of 2022. We're real globe trotters <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything else that people should check out? Hmm. I think your website, just because the URL is so good, oh, bestidea.gay, I just yep. thought was like, that really got me. I was like, that is fantastic. I didn't know that you could get .gay as a like a URL suffix, so mm-hmm. that's really cool. Everyone should go to bestidea.gay, right. and that is my sole recommendation. Okay, that's excellent. It. I really, I, this is actually indicative of the fact that I don't have anything <laughs> happening in my life at the moment to plug oh well yeah we've got something coming up in worst idea at the moment that has just been a fucking nightmare to edit but i'm getting <laughs> through it which is a project called Killionaire, where oh, we're yes. planning and have crowdsourced some ideas on how to get one of the world's richest men like a an elon musk or a jeff bezos to a trillion dollars and then how we will murder them to um <laughs> disperse that trillion dollars of money out to the world's population i love this idea yeah we've we've turned it into a game show and um (laughs) so it's kind of like shark tank we've got two (laughs) contestants each episode and they are vying for the best idea they both have about five minutes to pitch to us um we've filmed all of the pitches so there'll be roughly like 10 episodes of that and we will put the audio out on the podcast and the video will be um available for our supporters Excellent use of platform. Great job, Tim. Thank you. I love you. it. it, I, hope it me... I hope it really happens in real life. <laughs> uh, well, it's a comedy podcast. I've got yes. to say that for <laughs> legal reasons. Yes. It's a comedy idea and a comedy okay. podcast. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in theory. Well, thank you so much, Tim. Thank you. And thank oh, you thank you. Yeah. Being here. We really appreciate it. It's been a true pleasure hanging out with you both. <laughs> thank you for asking me on. And thank you for introducing me to a wonderful film. Oh, no problem. Watch it 52 more times. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> living for you is easy living. It's easy to live when you're in love. And I'm so in love. There's nothing in life but you.
The Best Idea of All Time is hosted by Laser and Alice. Our theme song is Easy Livin', as recorded by Flower Links. You can find more information about them in our show notes. The show is edited and produced by me, Alice. Our website is bestidea.gay. And if you have thoughts about the podcast, you can email us at askmethings at bestidea.gay. If you like the show, you can leave a five-star review for us on Apple Podcasts. Please. The Best Idea of All Time will return next week. Okay, should we do it now? Yeah, let's do it now. Okay. Three, two, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to clap. It's fine. We'll, I'll figure it out. Uh...